Hey guys, Josh Culler dropping in here and I wanna welcome you to the Content Marketing Playbook. I started the show because I had so many small business owners and entrepreneurs asking me questions about producing and putting out their own content marketing. So this show is specifically built for those people and around that uh, specific need. All topics are geared to give you tangible items to take action on in your content marketing. Um, I'm really passionate about content marketing. It's what I do for a living. And I hope this show brings a lot of value to you because these are things that I'm actually being a practitioner of in my business and the businesses that I implement content marketing for. So if it does, it would be absolutely meaningful to me. It would mean the world if you left a review for the show, if you're on Apple Podcasts. So please do that after you listen to the show. Also, I would love to connect with you specifically. Yes, you that's listening to this right now. So email me at josh at color media, colored spelled C-U-L-L-E-R josh at colormedia.com introduce yourself to me let's get a meaningful relationship going and i would love to connect now enough rambling let's get to learning and more importantly take action on the information or this is a complete waste of time and this show is completely useless so make sure you take action thanks guys let's make it happen welcome back to the content marketing playbook it's your host josh color with color media and today we're talking about live video, so creating live video content. And I know I'm not live right now, but I'm actually gonna prove something by not going live because I'm actually gonna premiere this video on YouTube and Facebook a little bit later, and then obviously get it posted to Instagram and LinkedIn. But I wanna talk about live video and the importance of it and why it actually works better than posting native video. But also some tips, I've got some, like literally half the episode is probably gonna be ninja tricks for going live, uh, whether it is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, Periscope, YouTube, whatever you wanna go live on, all the above. I'm gonna give you some ninja tricks, that's gonna be half of it. The first part of this is gonna be why you should go live and the benefits of it. Um, but most of you know what live video is and you know kind of the intended purpose of it. But I wanna dive a little bit deeper into how you should actually make it happen and why. Uh, but before I get into it, if you haven't already, make sure you have subscribed to the Content Marketing Playbook. I would much appreciate that. And if you have any questions um, at the end, whether it's about this episode, any other episodes that I've had, or maybe it's a future podcast episode that you want me to cover, uh, reach out to me, josh at colormedia.com, colored spelled C-U-L-L-E-R. Happy to answer any questions that you may or may not have and point you in any direction that you need. Um, I'm here for you, here to put this content out specifically for you, my target audience. Um, so make sure you do that again, subscribe to the show. If you're on Apple podcasts, would much appreciate a review. So after this episode, not now, but after the episode, head over to the review page, leave me a five-star review. I'd much appreciate it with your honest feedback. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into the podcast episode for today, creating live video content. Now, this is obviously a really, really good way to create content. There's many benefits to going live, whether that, again, is on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. And obviously, Facebook's gonna be the primary platform we talk about because that's where most live video actually goes to. Th that's honestly like the first thing that people think about when it says go live. And Facebook did a really good job of branding, essentially branding Facebook Live. So when you say go live, most people automatically think Facebook. So um, you know this is obviously gonna apply to every platform, though. So I'm gonna talk about, first of all, why live video and the benefits of it, but then in addition to that, I'm gonna give you some ninja tricks on how to actually get the most out of going live. So the first thing is the algorithms love it, and the reason why is because it actually holds your attention. So 
more times than not, when somebody actually clicks on a live video, they're gonna stay there for at least a little bit of time. Whereas a video video, you could click on it and you could click off it, but then come back to it later. You can do the same with live video, but it actually gives you this like FOMO effect, which is what the algorithm wants you to think. And so because of that, the algorithm, you know, what happens is when, if I go live and people are following Josh Color on Facebook, then they're gonna get a notification sent to their phone that says Josh Color is going live right now. For instance, I'm recording this episode on a Sunday. This morning, my church was going live. The service was going live on Facebook like they have been because we're in this pandemic. And um, they scheduled, they, they actually went live about five minutes before the service started. So I got a notification saying Christway Baptist Church is going live. And that reminded me, oh, the church service is about to start. So I clicked on it and cast it to the Chromecast on my TV and we watched the service that way. But that's what happens is they'll actually send you a notification because I'm following my church on Facebook. They sent me a notification saying it's going live. Whereas if even if somebody's following me, if I post a video on Facebook just natively, they're not going to actually get a notification. They're going to have to scroll through it and I'm going to have to cross my fingers and hope that they come across it on their newsfeed when they're scrolling at 90 miles an hour. But if I go live, then it's actually going to send them a notification. It's the same thing for Premiere, which is why I started off the episode talking about this, where I'm actually going to, this podcast episode right now, video-wise, I'm not going to go live, um, but I am going to schedule it as a Premiere because I want to show you guys, if you actually go look at the Premiere, it's going to get more interaction than last week's episode, which I just posted the video natively and scheduled it out as a regular video, not a Premiere. Because when a premiere goes live, it's actually going to remind people that Josh is going live, Josh is going live, and then all of a sudden when I do go live, it's going to send them another notification that the premiere has started and they're going to be able to watch that. And so that's one of the biggest benefits is just the algorithms will push it into the news feeds of people. Um, and same thing on YouTube and Instagram and LinkedIn. When somebody goes live that I'm following or I'm subscribed to, I'm going to get a notification saying, you know, for instance, one of my clients, Mike Zuber, he goes live a lot and he goes live almost daily on his YouTube channel. And every single time he does, I get a notification from YouTube saying one rental at a time is going live and I can choose whether to click on that or not. But it's the point that he is staying on top of mind for me because I'm getting notice notifications as opposed to just randomly scrolling through YouTube and his video pops up. So that's one of the biggest reasons. Um, the second reason, so that's, that's the reason I'm gonna spend the most time on because that's the most important, um, you know, obviously technically. And the next thing is it's easy raw content. This live video requires no production, right? So people will forgive you if your lighting sucks or if your audio sucks, if your video sucks, if, you know, the camera shaky or whatever and you're walking outside with your phone, maybe you're on a jog or something like that. People forgive that kind of stuff as long as the content is relevant to what they want to consume. And so because of that, you don't have to have a crazy camera set up or a microphone or stuff like that, a script and, and an outline. You can just shoot off the hip and do that. Now, that being said, you got to make sure that, which is one of my precautions here, is you got to make sure you have a point. This is one of my ninja tricks is, is you got to make sure you have a point when you go live. Don't go live just to go live. If you have a reason to go live, then do it but make sure you stay on track and stay very specific with what you're doing. And then it becomes easy, raw content to produce. So that's one of the big reasons why it's because you don't have to set up these crazy cameras and stuff like that. One of my clients, Eric Brewer, who's in York, Pennsylvania, he goes live almost every day on Facebook and it's just, he's got a phone mount that's sitting in his Porsche and he goes, he just clicks go live and, you know, types up a nice copy for it, clicks go live 
and no microphone connected, no fancy like camera or anything. It's just off a cell phone and he goes live. And that's the content we use and repurpose um, for his social media postings. And so that's just a really good way. And he gets a lot of traction and interaction with those live videos every day. So it's easy, raw content to do. All you got to do is type up something, hit go live and you're good to go. Um, so the next thing is you can take live comments. Now, last week's episode, we talked about interactive content and I used live video as one of those best ways to get interactive content. And so when you're live, people will comment on that. And then if you comment back on the actual live video, that's going to give them a warm feeling in their heart because you replied to them on a live video. And so this is where, you know, creating interaction in your live video actually has its major benefits because you're building that like intangible quality with somebody and it's really good branding for you. And so taking those live comments is, is really, really good as opposed to you put a video out there, somebody comments on it and then you just type a comment. But if you're actually live and somebody types a comment, you can actually say it with your mouth back to them as they're saying it as, instead of commenting something. And you can always go back later and actually type a comment and just say, hey, thanks for that question. Hopefully my answer was good for you. You know, something like that. The last thing that I've got here for why going live is because it's great to repurpose. And you guys know I'm all about repurposing content, recycling content, juicing out the most that you possibly can where you've got pillar content and then you can juice out 100 pieces of micro content out of that one pillar content. So going live, you can actually go back to your feed after it's posted, after you've gone live and you clicked go post, it'll be on your news feed and you can actually click on the video and download it, whether that is um, Facebook or YouTube. You can't do it on Instagram Live, which kind of sucks, but it's whatever. Um, but what I do a lot of times too is I'll actually go in, I'll download that live video, and then I'll just repurpose it. I'll chop up, you know, if I go live for 10 minutes, I'll chop down a little 60 second nugget that I said inside that live video and repost that. It's a brand new, fresh piece of content. We do this all day long with people. A lot of our clients go live and we'll download those live videos and chop that up into little pieces and in just brand new pieces of content. So that's why I love live video too is because, you know, like for instance, Michael Zuber, like I, I gave an example, he goes live on YouTube. He just goes live on YouTube from Zoom and streams it directly to YouTube. We just download that video, my team does, and chops that up and it's brand new content. And so he's not having to shoot extra content in order to get a piece, a nugget piece out that he wanted to say. So that's why it's great. But those are the reasons why live video and, and the benefits of live video. And so I wanna make sure that I got that across first. Now, let's get into some ninja tricks for going live. These are, some of these things are like do's and don'ts. Some of these are like, oh, I didn't know that before. But I wanted to bring these to you because I know most everybody knows what live video is, but a lot of times you don't really know the right way to do things, right? And I don't want you to overthink it. I mean, none of these are like, high level advanced type stuff for like a content producer to do. Anybody could do these. So just keep these in mind. The first thing is keep it simple. Make sure that you keep it extremely simple. Don't um, try to complicate it. Don't like, you know, like I said, don't try to hook up a DSLR camera like I have right now um, where you're actually feeding that video that way. If you're, if you're not an actual videographer, if you're not a content producer yourself, don't try to complicate it guys. Keep it simple. I always say this, the more complicated you make doing content marketing, the least likely you are to actually do it and do it consistently, which we all know mar content marketing is a marathon. It's not a sprint. 
And the more consistent you are, the more results you're going to get in the long run. And that's what you want. But if you complicate it, you make the setup complex, you have to hook up a microphone, you have to get a light, you have to get the selfie stick and all that stuff. That's going to, that's just barriers for you to make excuses. If you forget the microphone, like, oh, I forgot the microphone. So I'm just not going to go live today. No, make sure you keep it simple. Just a simple cell phone is great for going live. Keep it simple. Next thing is be in a good environment. So what I always like to tell people is if you're going to go live, whatever you're talking about, be in that environment. It could even be like, I see a lot of people, um, I've got several friends that are joggers or, you know, they're cyclists or whatever, and they'll actually be on a trail while they're jogging. And maybe, you know, obviously like during that time period, your mind is idle. Even if you're listening to music, you're still like thinking and wondering, and a lot of times ideas will pop into their heads. And so they'll stop for a second while they're taking a break and just go live and say, hey, just I just had this thought and here's what I wanted to talk about. And they're on the trail. There's nice trees behind them or you know whatever whatever's in their background. But be in a good environment for that. For me, I like to go live a lot in my office because I've got a pretty nice setup in here. It looks good, it's clean. A lot of my personality is inside this office. And so I like to go live in here and that's what I do. Um, you know, Sometimes I'll go live in my car and I'm sitting there in my car and it's just it's just an interesting environment to be in. So environments are not massive, but it is important when it comes to going live on your video streams. A lot of people will go live on their video streams with just a, you know, a blanket white wall behind you. Well, sorry guys, even though that's simple and clean, it's just not going to cut it. People aren't going to be interested in it. Um, even if you are preaching like some really, really good content, it's just going to be hard for people to stay engaged and stay focused with you. Um, you obviously don't want to make it distracting. You don't want to have like, you know, crazy stuff going on in the background or whatever, but make sure it's something that's interesting and it'll actually hold attention. Keep the eyes busy. That's what you want. All right. So the next thing is audio is not, this is where a lot of people get mixed up. I've heard some people that do content marketing and, you know, maybe some influencers, they'll say like, Hey, people will forgive bad video. They'll forgive like bad lighting, but they won't forgive bad audio. Now there's a truth to all that because I won't forgive video that sucks where I can't see your face or if it's like, you know, the lighting legitimately like is super dark, you can't see anything or the video is like horrible quality because, you know, when you were streaming it, you didn't have good reception or that kind of thing. I'll actually forgive bad audio as long as it's not like where you can't even hear anybody. But I've had countless numbers of, of, of podcast episodes, even I've interviewed people where they were on their AirPods or something like that and the audio was not the greatest, but people will forgive that. So audio is not the most important, but it is important. So I want to downplay that a very, very easy and quick way to alleviate this is to just go to Amazon, search cell phone lapel mic, and you can pick one up for like 30 bucks. I've got four of them here. You can pick one up for 30 or 40 bucks, plug it in your phone and just clip it onto your shirt. And while you go live, you got some decent audio for 30 bucks. And all you got to do is plug clip. That's it. So that's one way to alleviate good audio. Um, but you know, make sure that you're not like if the wind is blowing to the left, make sure your speaker phone is not pointing in the direction that, you know, the wind is blowing against. You don't want that to happen because then the wind will just like literally muffle everything that you're saying. Um, but it's very simple. Like just use your common sense with it. But audio is not the most important thing. This is just a myth that I want to debunk. I hear it a lot. So just keep that in mind. The next thing is have a direction and jump in quickly. Now I did mention this earlier is just to like make sure that you have a reason why you're going live, not just to go live. But what a lot of people do is they'll jump on the live feed and they just have fluff for the first three to five minutes. Do not do that. The point 
of going live is to draw engagement. So as soon as you're live, just jump right into whatever it is. And if somebody misses it, they can always go back later and listen to that piece. So make sure that you're jumping in immediately. Don't just, you know, screw around and wait for people to jump on the live feed and that kind of thing. I, I see that all the time. Get into it because in, if anything, if somebody, you know, maybe you go live right at two o'clock in the afternoon and somebody jumps on at 205, they miss that first five minutes. Well, chances are if that content that they're actually engaging with at the moment, like at 205 is good, they'll go back later on when the video is posted and watch that first five minutes. So that's just more interaction that you're getting. So just keep that in mind. Jump in immediately. Don't worry about having people jump on the live feed. Get into it because you don't want somebody jumping on and then you're like giving fluff and you're like, oh yeah, just just get guys, give me like 60 seconds. I'm gonna wait for other people to jump on. And then they're sitting there for 60 seconds for you to get started. They're not gonna do that. So just don't do that. That's just a cardinal sin that I think a lot of people do and just should not do. So jump right into it. Um, the next thing is just make sure you are interacting with those live comments. I did mention this earlier. Somebody comments, reply back to it on the actual live stream. That's a really good way to just build some really good um, you know, rapport with people. So make sure you're doing that. Uh, the next thing is look at the camera like you're looking at somebody when you're talking to them. So for instance, I've been staring you blanket in the eye. If you're listening on the podcast, if you go watch the video, I'm looking the lens directly in the eye. So this is what I do, right? And when I'm interviewing people on like, let's just say my other podcast, the REI Marketing Weekly, I'm looking at my monitor, right? But that's because I'm talking to that person. I'm not talking to the audience. I'm talking to the person I'm interviewing. So that's fine. But if I'm actually like, if it's just me talking to you, then I'm gonna be looking at the camera. And even if you notice on the REI Marketing Weekly, when I'm talking to the person, I am looking at them on the monitor, but then when I'm talking to the audience and addressing the audience, I'm looking at the camera because I'm looking at it like I'm looking at you when I'm talking. So make sure you do that. When you're on the live feed, I know a lot of people, I'll see them like, they're like walking on a trail or something like that and they're just looking down the whole time as they're speaking. Like, don't do that. Now I understand like for me, sometimes I'll go live when I'm driving, but I gotta keep my eyes on the road, but I'm looking and glancing over at the live feed every like few seconds because I wanna make sure that you are feeling that kind of interaction, that connection, that intangible, connection of looking a human being in the eye, even if it is on a phone screen. So just make sure you do that. You know, I know a lot of people struggle with this where they like try to, you know, they'll go live and they'll like have the the phone below their chin and stuff like that. No, keep the phone up. Make sure you're looking at it just like you're looking at a human being and talking to a human being. Um, the next thing, if it's a brand live stream. So like, let's just say for instance, you're a business, um, which most of you probably are if you're a business and you go live on Facebook or um, you know LinkedIn or YouTube, boost the post, specifically Facebook, but boost the post. Now, I know this is a lot of marketers will say, like, don't ever boost anything. I disagree. Like, I think that if you're trying to create an ad that's gonna convert people, then don't do it. But for me, um, what I've started doing and has significantly helped the growth of my platforms is I'll just spend 30 or 40 bucks a week on boosting my live stream that I did because then that helps people interact with it and then organically it drives that engagement up. So I'll spend 30 bucks on you know a live feed. Like for instance, today I uh, we had posted um, our podcast episode with uh, Henry Kaminsky, the, the brand doctor. We're talking about branding on the REI Marketing Weekly and that went live yesterday. And so I just boosted the post and it's getting a lot of really good interaction with it. So 
this is just something that I have seen that really helps. And especially on Facebook, it's a pay to play platform if you're a business. And this is just one of those ways that just helps for a really cheap amount to just get that engagement and get people in your ecosphere. That's what you want is people in your ecosphere. I couldn't care less if they you know, like my page. I want them to land on the page so that I can target them later with an actual product. Um, and so that's what you want. But boosting the post is a really good idea um, for especially the Facebook live streams. The next thing is create a good post description and a title. This is something that a lot of people miss out on. If somebody's going live, when they're scrolling, when, when your target demographic is scrolling through Facebook and they see that you're live, they're going to read the title and the caption before they click on the video. And if there's no, this is what the worst thing in the world is to go live without typing anything at all. Because then there's just nothing that like people can actually like relate to. Like, oh, he's talking about this when he's live. No, no, no. You need to have a good title and it doesn't have to be this long post description. It could just be like two or three short sentences about what you're talking about. So create a good title, five to seven words about the actual thing that you're talking about on the live stream and then a short little description. So that gives people some like just tangible information about why you're live in the first place and then they'll click on it. If it's engaging, it's relevant to them. So make sure you're doing that because you're given a higher chance of people actually engaging with your video as opposed to just going live and not like putting anything on the actual post description. That's just a really big missed opportunity if you're doing that. So make sure you do type something in that box when you are going live. Um, and I know like Instagram doesn't allow you to do that, but that's still like, you know, that's still the biggest reason why you need to jump into the live stream immediately. Uh, so the next thing, I've just got a couple more things here. Create a good, oh, I already talked about that, create a good post um, description. So we got two more things here. Um, so you can you can live stream more to more than one platform. So this is a great way to just get extra content out there. So what I like to do a lot is I'll actually, you know, go live on Facebook. I'll have my phone set up with, uh, you know, my little phone mount over here and I'll go live on Instagram at the same time. So I'm hitting two of my target de uh, demographics because what I find is that, you know, people that engage with me on Instagram normally don't engage with me on Facebook and vice versa. So people have, I always tell people all the time, like it doesn't matter what, where you put your content out. And there's a lot of content marketers out there that'll disagree with me, but every single human being has their preferred method of consuming content. Like for me, I could scroll on Instagram for hours, but Facebook, I only see the content of the target demographic that I have. And more times than not, I'm not just scrolling through Facebook to scroll through Facebook to consume time. But Instagram, I will actually spend time on there a lot because it has a lot of like my like comic book stuff or Star Wars like content and stuff like that. That's where I'll spend my time. And so I have my preferred method of consuming content. So um, this is why going live on multiple platforms is a really good idea. And there's platforms out there like StreamYard or Restream.io are good platforms to actually be able to stream to multiple platforms. And then you could obviously like stream to Facebook and YouTube through you know StreamYard and then have your phone set up and stream to Instagram. So that's a really good idea to do that. But um, I, I get this question a lot. Josh, should I go live on all the platforms? Yeah, why not? Because then there's just extra content that you're putting out there. Um, and for the reasons why I gave earlier, you're just hitting every single platform, you know? So try it out. The last thing here is repurpose content. I already talked about this, but this is a ninja trick. Just make sure you're downloading those videos when you go live, repurpose the content, and you're gonna juice out an insane amount of value out of it without you having to recreate other content, re-recording it and stuff like that. So that is 
everything in a nutshell for live video content. Hopefully that helped you out and gave you some really good insight and some tips on why to go live, the benefits of it, and some little tips here and there on live video. So that's all I got for you guys today. Again, hopefully that brought you some value, but man, I'm out of breath and this was a this wasn't even a long episode, but man, my voice is almost shot. But anyway, so that's gonna do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me today and joining me on the Content Marketing Playbook. If you haven't already, make sure you have subscribed to the show, whatever platform you're listening to. And pretty soon we are actually gonna have a website up for show notes. So you're gonna be able to go to the website, check out all the, the resources, anything that I mentioned in the podcast and um, you know consume it that way. So be on the lookout for that very shortly, but I will let you know when that goes up. If you're on Apple Podcasts, head over to the review page right now stop this episode, head over to the review page, leave me a five-star review. I much appreciate that. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, josh at colormedia.com, colored spelled C-U-L-L-E-R. That is going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. See you later.